Well, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Here's the thing, family. If you're into the YouTube of it all, you mm-hmm. might be wondering, why are Evan and Jess, why are my parents sitting here with, I don't know, sorcerer warlock hoods on? Are they asking us to join some sort of weird thing they're now participating in? <laughs> this is the beginning of our MLM. Yes. And for $9.99 a month. <laughs> Please sit and come and join with us. Evan, he's a mind surgeon. You know, he's starting that whole thing. Exactly. Um, no, here's the fact of the matter. Today's going to be a little different, family, because... Truthfully, I have been keeping a secret from you all uh, for about a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's been bad. A long time. For a week from the family. And the secret is uh, a week ago, the YouTube gods, the algorithm of YouTube played a video after I don't even know what I was watching on YouTube. And what pops up is a Dungeons and Dragons, like participating, it's Dimension 20, I think it's called, mm-hmm. a Dungeons and Dragons game. Now, I have never played Dungeons and Dragons in my life. I always have heard about it. Obviously, it's, you know, we live in the world, we've heard about Dungeons and Dragons, but I've never played it. Evan's never played it before. I started watching this, and when I tell you, <laughs> I got hooked. I started it because of the YouTube algorithm. Yes. And in the past week, I have watched an ungodly amount of D and D, like I walk in five <laughs> hours later and it's still on, and, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Are you are you okay?" And she's like, "Shut up!" And I'm sending Evan photos of myself crying, like like pure emotion, watching everyone these stories unravel. I'm like, "How have I been missing out? How am I 35 and I didn't know anything about this, and I've been missing out on this true joy in my life? And now I want to get into it, and I want Evan to get into it, and I want the family to get into it. So I randomly asked Lee. I was like, Lee, I think you said you've played Dungeons and Dragons before too. Mm-hmm. You said yes. It's oh, been yeah. a hot minute. You've been playing, right? Yeah. For a while. How many years? Uh, it's been. Well, I started in 2018 with Grayson, actually. Oh, oh Ricard- my gosh. Ricardo Falone, the Bard. Shout <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna need to message Grace well, to be like, like great. Yeah, it's been six years. Man. Six wow. years. Six. Okay. <laughs> six years of D and D, and I want now the family to participate. So guess what, fam? We're trying D and D today, <laughs> mom and dad. I don't know how to play. I've been watching these videos for a week, so like I guess I kind of have an idea, but I don't really quite follow everything. Um, and Evan really doesn't know how to play at all. A zero. Like I've seen five minutes of her video that you've been watching, so yes. I'm complete newbie to this. But you know, I'm open. And I am just so ready to just experience my childhood again and to find my inner child. That's to be what I was going to say. You. I'm like, I feel like when I've been watching this, I'm like, you can do anything with this. Like, I feel like my youth, like little Jessica it's is like coming out to alive. play. Yeah. Yes. I want to like play now all the time. So here's the deal. First of all, again, I would turn in, uh, tune into the YouTube for this one as we play together. Lee will be playing with us. Evan and I will be playing. <laughs> um, but we had to bring in a dungeon master, a An DM. actual experienced. King. King, a uh, <laughs> close friend of mine. That's the thing. I'm like, one of our besties, we had heard him talk about D&D and how he plays on the reg, but I had no idea 
that on a weekly basis, he was the dungeon master for these games. We yes. just found this out. So oh, please, <laughs> please welcome our friend Brian Samus. Me and Brian worked together. The way we became friends was through music and working together in music. And so he would always be able to do these incredible voices and we'd always talk about Dungeons and Dragons. And I was oh, hold I, on. don't build it up as incredible. <laughs> hold on. No, no. But I'm just saying, like, he always talked about Dungeons and I thought I didn't even know what Dungeons and Dragons was. I thought I honestly thought it was a video game. And I was like, oh, you're playing a video game. That's cool. Yeah, whatever, that's whatever. That's kind of what I thought too. I had no and idea. And then the more he would talk about it, or like I'd hear about it, and I'm like, well, okay, wait, this is like a you're playing with people? Is it a board game? Why not really? It's like this whole thing. So just falling in love with this, the fact that one of my besties is like a master at it, it's like, okay, it, it was it was only a matter of time before the worlds combined yes. and we had to do this. So we called Brian and we're like, could you be our DM? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring my wizard bonnet. You yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so Brian's wearing his wizard cap, which the headphones now are giving you kind of a yeah. an 1800s bonnet situation. I'm going to lean into it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a super insecure wizard. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so crazy how it worked out. Um, so, okay, you've been DMing for a hot minute. Yeah, I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons since high school, maybe late middle school. Okay. Back in like third edition and then playing something called Pathfinder, which is an equivalent to D&D. They're all under the umbrella of tabletop role playing games. Mm. Yeah. Been playing for a very long time. Been DMing for the same group now for over two years. Yeah. And we play every single Tuesday for four hours. Wow. Damn. And it's been the same. Okay, so you called it a campaign. Yes. Is that is that the D&D word for like a story mm -hmm. or like a okay. And so you guys the campaign that you've been uh DMing for has been going on for the 2 years? Yeah. The same story. We actually we actually took a break. We found a natural ending uh to the story that everybody felt happy with and we had a big in-person moment cuz we normally do it over Zoom. Did you guys cry? Uh I don't think I didn't cry. I think a, a couple guys said that there was some emotional moments. Tearing up. With, with like characters that. dying mm -hmm. and at the very end and things of that nature. Uh, but then we, we moved on and then about a couple months passed and the guys came back and said, hey, we're missing the group. Oh, we gotta get, the, get band the band back, back together. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the same characters were resurrected, and you yeah. began again. Yeah. Oh my five, god. Classic so cool. movie. Five years later. You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh <my God>. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this might start. What might start to be a problem for me is I might start becoming less. If I get really into D and D, which I will be, mm -hmm. if I get le or more into D and D, I think I'll become less of Jessica and more of whatever character I've chosen yeah. for myself. I could see that. So I, think I could totally see you bringing you it into our personal lives <laughs> on multiple levels. Evans I'm no longer your mother. Starts buying mead. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of wine. You'll start noticing small changes. Amazonic wine. Mead. Like, what is this? You'll just be at first it's at first it's wine and then all of a sudden I'm like it's mold and you're like oh yeah. interesting. Yes. I do like mold wine. I, I it is true how that happens. At home, I have like a like a horn mug uh, now, like made out of a horn, and then like I have a couple different mugs that they go on the uh, they go on the top shelf, right? Or people can't necessarily see them. the bottom shelf. That's mine and my fiance's actual stuff. <laughs> that's the top <laughs> shelf that you can't see. Got the horn mug up there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a nod. Mug. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it already has brought me so much joy, and I told Evan this is going to sound so bizarre, but. 
one of the story, the D&D storylines I was watching involved a lot of like bringing back past loved ones with spells and requests from gods and such. And um, I had a dream last night that my family was able to bring back my grandma who passed less than a year ago. And like it became this whole, you know, she wants to stay where she is, but she'll come and visit once a year. And in my dream, because of D&D, it's because of D&D, I had like an experience with my nana. I talked to her in my dream for hours and I woke up like so emotional. Mm. Like I got to talk to my my nana who's passed because of D&D. So mm. it changes lives. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is interesting how the things can meld like that. I mean, especially playing with the same people for, for years and years. Yeah. How people's personal lives, even unintentionally sometimes, will come across something in game that I know that they're dealing with mm. in real life. And you can sort of feel the emotion be a little bit heavier than like, wow. we are playing a game, but I'm faced with this moral conundrum that me in my actual life is also being faced with. And now here's my test run with seven of my friends over Zoom. Wait, that kind of gives me chills. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, family. Quick pause to talk about one of our amazing sponsors. And by the way, apologies to the sponsors today as we sit here in our D&D cloaks. <laughs> but here we are. We're making them better. Are you <laughs> That's crazy? That's true. That's very true. Um, listen, I would say my father, who has a kitten, might say having a cat and having friends and family over to his house doesn't always go so well. For example, um, during the holidays, Ember was at ornaments to my dad and stepmom's, stepmom's Christmas tree and she didn't know that their little kitten Winston was hidden within the branches of the Christmas tree. Winston the cat comes flying out. Ember's absolutely terrified. <laughs> it, was, it was a little chaotic. Everyone was fine. Eventually you know everyone was great and thrilled but one thing that we can say always does go well when it comes to the kittens is my dad's house smelling fresh and clean always 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 thanks to Pretty Litter. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It is truly amazing. I know the litter can be stinky, uh, but here's the thing. It's not with Pretty Litter. It's ultra absorbent. It's lightweight, low dust, which is amazing too. The kitty paw prints are super cute, but not when they're tracked via litter all over the house. Um, and one six pound bag of Pretty Litter works for up to a month without clumping, which means no more wasting litter. Yeah. Also, Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses uh, in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door and uh, you never run out. You never have huge kitty litter bags, you know, piling up, taking up space. And, and even better, you don't have to lug those huge tubs from a store to your car and into your house, which is a major pain. Yeah, none of that. I'm telling you, as soon as I told my dad about Pretty Litter years ago, he tried it once and now he says it is the only litter he will ever use ever again. It's just too good. It provides peace of mind with the color changing crystals, gets rid of that stink and dust, which he is a clean man, so he loves and lives for it. Count on Pretty Litter to keep your house smelling fresh and clean. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. prettylitter.com slash momdad. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, well, Brian, thank mm. you so much for being here today. Course, yes. um, will you do us a favor? Because again, Everyone watching, the family members who might be, you know, big time D&D &D players, you're going to hear us learning this. So 
you know, you get to watch us fumble around. Yeah. <laughs> but for some of you who've never played it before, will you um, just kind of give us a little bit of the basics yeah. for me and Evan totally. <laughs> before we dive in? So it is a role-playing game. Okay. So at the end of the day, all you really need to bring to the table to play this game is an imagination and a want to play. Yeah. That's it. The second part of the game that is is secondary, especially at this base level yeah. when I try to teach people, is I gave you guys each a little thing in front of you that you can open up now. Mm. Wait. Oh, my God. You guys can open These are it. wooden <laughs> cases, if you can't see. Mm. They're wooden cases. Oh, my gosh. Wait, mine is, is black is vape? and mysterious. We <laughs> 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 will be smoking. Pineapple-flavored. <laughs> it is medieval oh. tobacco. My dice are dye. so cool. Wait, isn't, it, isn't it dye? My when dye? When it's plural? My mm. dice? Dices. My dice. My dice. 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 It is dice. Is it really? My, no. My, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. You're fucking me up now. My Dionysus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dice. Um, these, these are actually pretty cool. When we had talked about sort of what Whoa. you were into, yes. I, I picked a little bit for, for all three of you. Um, and so, okay, so okay, so just so the audience yeah. knows, Lee's coming to the table with a character that is well established. Let's this go. is who Lee is, right? <laughs> this is Lee's D and D character. Evan and I separately um, gave Brian what we would like our character to be and a little bit about our character. So yes. he came in with our sheets and now and you're giving us these dies, these yes. die that are based off of our character, mm -hmm. and mine are so cool. Yeah, yours are really cool. Yours are like, what are they? Wait. Mine are well, yours are a bit of a hodgepodge. I put that together. This is a full <gasps> set. Those oh are gosh. really cool, huh? Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. these are like crystal, like mm -hmm. blue deep crystals. <gasps> Pick up those ones. Those are the main only other. The only main thing that you really need to play Dungeons and Dragons, besides an imagination and a want to mm -hmm. play, are dice. Specifically, that which is called a D twenty. It's a twenty sided die. Got it. Okay. And so basically, the, the easiest way to learn about this game is to know that you can do whatever you want to do. Situations will be presented to you. You can determine via your character's mindset what you'd like to do. Yeah. And if it's something hard, like I want to climb a roof, you'll roll that dice. You'll add a number on your sheet, uh -huh. your climbing roll, which would be like athletics, basically. Yeah. And it will either meet... The number, the, the the DC, the difficulty class yeah. that you need to meet or it won't. And so either you successfully climb the roof or maybe you fall and you didn't uh, climb the roof. You fall on your keister. It's embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But is there like a, yeah. So, so if I do that, but is there, isn't there also like a, um, a repercussion for trying something? So like if I try to climb, mm. I roll bad, I fall, I could, I also then hurt myself. It depends, yes. It depends it, on the thing. There are, when you roll that 20-sided die, which yeah. that's your bread and butter. Okay. So get used to that one. All the other ones will come into play at some point. Right. Uh, but the 20-sided the die is really all you need. And you could hurt yourself. So if you roll that 20-sided die, yeah. and it's a 20, that is a natural 20. Mm -hmm. for, for most things, that is a su automatic success. Got it. A natural one is an automatic failure. Okay. No matter what number you add to it on your sheet, yeah. that is a, a natural one, a critical failure. And if you attempted to climb a roof uh, that was 10 feet high and you rolled in that one, you might fall and take a little bit of damage. Got it. Because you rolled a natural one. Got it. Yes. Okay. A lot of those rules are sort of up to the DM on how crazy you want to get with what a nat one means. Um, the homebrew is what they call it. You can kind of do whatever you Got like. Got it. Okay. Um, 
which we won't, I'm not going to make it too crazy for right, you. Right, right. The idea <laughs> today is to learn. Right. Right. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, I'm like, wait, I thought I could do everything yeah. in this game. Said. Yeah. Yeah. He said, well, I'm natural one, and now you're next broken, so I'll see you guys later. It's been a blast. Wow, this game is easy. <laughs> okay, so the thing that you had told us, you were like, what I love about D&D is that you literally, you're like, I could do it on the phone with you right now. Yes. So it's a, it's a game that you could play anytime, anywhere. Yeah. And especially if you happen to carry, do you carry a dice with you, a die with you everywhere you go? I don't, but I do have an app on my phone. That okay, has so that you could just... dice you need. Technology. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so then there you go. You can just do it on your phone. You can do it anywhere. You could. When you play online, there are resources to let you roll. You're rolling electronically so everybody can see it. Got it. Um, Got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that is basically all you need. And anything okay. is possible. Uh, there's no need to hold back on what you would like to do or what you don't want to do. That's the basics. All of the other stuff, the crunchier stuff, um, we can sort of get into a little bit, like at the bottom of your guys' sheets. Okay. Um, These are our character yeah, sheets. Yeah, we have sheets yes. with all of our details is on it. Is it called a character sheet or what yeah, is it called? Exactly. Character sheet? Okay. Okay. Um, at is the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see down there, Evan, for example, there's a great sword. Yeah. And you see how it says 2d6 plus one. Mm -hmm. So those six sided die, which I gave you two of, that skeleton one and the yep. red one, you would roll both those. Okay. Whatever number there, plus one, that's how much damage you did. Got it. Yeah, that's okay. where the other dice come into play for things like that, for spells or for uh, damage or things. But Got for it. the most part, you're rolling a 20-sided Got die. it. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. And over, uh, by the way, over the phone and over text, I've done that with people all the time. Play over the phone and text. A lot of times when I get, when people are like, like, when they're interested in it and they're like, I know you as this dude who like makes music, like you have this whole other life. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's easy. I was like, let's go right now. Like you wake up in the middle of a field. What do you do? And then just interesting hearing people yeah. on the phone be like, uh, look around. Right. I'm like, cool. You see a goblin coming out of the bushes towards you. What do you do? And then you get people who are like, I'm going to run away. Like, do I see cover? Or people who are like, I'm going to go fight him. I'm going to yeah. do this. And it's easy to do that when that is a... <laughs> I'm already in, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I try not to, especially when people are starting out... I make best friends and we start a bar together. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I was like, I flash it. <laughs> yeah. It's called Evan and the Goblin. We chill. There's a great There's a great podcast that you guys might like that's mostly role play. It's called Sitcom D&D. &D. Okay. Um, it's literally about like, I think it starts out with them like, yeah, they own a bar. It's like Cheers. Oh, so instead of like a medieval or a majestical vibe, it's like a very just normal life. It is like a tavern oh, okay. in medieval times, but it's about these people who own a tavern and it's Got very it. like cheer. Every episode is like a cheers episode where like something, somebody new comes in and there's a I, new problem. Oh. I foresee this becoming a big part of my life. <laughs> Whether y'all like it or not, this Sorry. podcast is now a D&D like, &D like, podcast. The bottom line is this, you started watching us for the recaps of reality TV and now we're going to go on quests, yeah. bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> Get in. Buckle up. Um, it started with Zelda when Evan opened up to Zelda, and now here we are. You know, a, a, great, year, a year later. That's yeah. a great D &D. one. A lot of people who who play D and D. That's what. That's how it starts. It opened up Zelda. my heart. Yeah, because I was a cold, shut down, Brian, you know, adult. Tell, tell yeah. the family. Frigid. Frigid. Tell, tell the family about how Evan was when you met him. Right? He was he was resistant to any to the magic a little bit. Let's I talk shit on me. Go. <laughs> I think he was resistant to the yeah. magic a little bit. I, I actually, I actually I do was. remember um, when we were recording um, 
an album together. I brought it up a couple of times and I remember looking at you and seeing like you were being a supportive friend in the sense where you were like listening to me. <laughs> but I also saw it in your eyes, you just going like, brother, come on. <laughs> I was like, no way we're doing this right now. <laughs> but you were like, oh, okay. And yeah. what did the dragon say to you? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> It's true. I remember being like, yeah. being like, this is so outside of my brain. But at the same time, I, I think what it was is that I grew up into this type of thing. Like I really enjoyed fantasy. I really enjoyed sci-fi. Yeah, I really enjoyed that yeah. stuff. And then enough people in my life, like no one else in my life is into that stuff. So like it just uh, over time, you know, you just kind of like someone enough people would be like, huh? What? Huh? And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. And then you just slowly deteriorate. But it's definitely in me. Like and to, I feel like as it's been, you're talking, I'm like, oh, it's like been it's, cracking him open slowly and slowly. It's like you two started to work together and became best friends. Yes. Brian was like our our buddy in the pandemic. Yeah. You were over here recording when everything shut down. Yeah. And so we were like living together, essentially, yeah. like in our little yeah. pod. And so then you started cracking away at Evan because you are into the fantasy of it all. Then you started chatting bros with Grayson and Grayson is into the fantasy yeah. of it all. So I watched it starting to chip. And then Lee it. started with, and Lee was ready. He's chipping away. And then I'm like, yes, we yeah. opened him up. <laughs> then I got some therapy, some yeah, more chipping away. So here we are. So here we are. Um, okay. So like I said, we have the characters that we yes. presented to you separately and privately. Yes. Um, do we start yeah. chatting about them? Yeah. I think I think each of you should say a little thing. So for for those of you listening, when creating a character in in um, Dungeons and Dragons, which we, we're not going to get into that minutia of it today. There's right. some there's certain like crunchy details of the game that get very mathy and get very bogged down. And to start off, you just kind of want to go. Okay. Um, yeah. But generally in making a class, there are three like umbrellas that you can choose from. You can choose a warrior type. And then there are classes under that, barbarian, fighter, etc. There is uh, um, mages, wizards uh, with bonnets, <laughs> sorcerers, <laughs> warlocks, etc. And then there's sort of like the holy divine um, priests of it all, for lack of a better term, paladins, clerics, druids. Um, and you guys kind of gave me, um, you, you guys gave me, it was awesome. Literally. <laughs> I was watching Ink Master with my fiance and I, was, I got, I got that thing and I was like, you got to pause this and just played, <laughs> it out, voice memos. played it out loud. And uh, me and Madison were both like, wow. <laughs> I was expecting to be like, I don't know. I like, 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 like a Legolas, like, yeah, like a Legolas guy. type. And what you guys gave me was very, uh, was very detailed. And that I will say moving forward to. The more of that, the better always. Got Detail it. Detail in this game. Even with whatever. Yeah. Anything that you're thinking, when I start campaigns with people and I sort of say like, what's your character's vibe? Some people will go like, oh, he's, um, you know, he's shy and kind of reserved and he lives in this town. He's a bartender. And then I have other characters who go, my character's goal is to go kill a god <laughs> and become <laughs> the god of all gods. Right, right, right. And that sort of a vibe I always appreciate because I go like, yeah, why else are we here? Yeah. I love that. Let's go. <laughs> we That's love your mission. end goal. Got it. Okay. Uh, so with that being said, yeah, if you guys want to. Lee, do you want to start because you have an oh, established yeah, sure, persona? Sure. It's cool. This persona has not made it to the table yet, but it's been in the works for a while. So okay. I'm stoked. So oh my God. I am a half-elf druid named Jacquois. 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 A half-elf who was uh, cast out by the elves for his, you know, half-elfness. Oh, damn. And cast into the swamp. <gasps> mm. You know, the swamp beneath the elf forest, I guess, you know. 
Um, but the swamp might be dark, but the stars are very light. And he's a bit of an astronomer and has spent the last 10 years assembling his tomes on the nature of the stars and the infinite, which has led for him, like, not really being able to socialize super well. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> so my gosh, you're gonna be hanging out with some of us. Yeah. So I think you know when I'm by the time I meet you guys, I've just come out of my like swamp trance journey of the mind, Whoa. getting in touch with nature, and I'm finally just starting to be like, hey, like I gotta eat some food. It's been like years. Whoa. Wait, can I ask Whoa. what tomes are? Oh, tomes. This is my life's work. My uh, my thesis, if you will. Just like gathering, books. like books. Oh, oh, yeah. you're writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. got it. Okay, okay. yeah, okay. it's my writing on the infinity of nature gonna, and uncertainty okay. in the world. I'm gonna lo- Damn, learn a lot of words. Poetic. Damn, Lee. Yeah. You know what? I am so not surprised. Of yeah. course, Lee is just like this glorious, majestic, <laughs> like kind of like elusive astronomer. I'm in. And for those of you out there who don't know what a druid is, okay. a, a druid is sort of you're very in touch with nature mm-hmm. and animals and you sort of draw your spells from nature and animals and stuff of that nature. okay yeah. okay i love that wow <laughs> yes. that was gorgeous yes. okay <laughs> nice to meet you jacquois nice to meet you jacquois oui, oui. <laughs> all right should i go next? yeah go all right um <clears throat> i am cindy Cawford, um, (laughs) 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 but you can call me Cawford, um, my friends do, and I was born in a nest, and I do not know who my parents are, I was dropped off in a nest, delivered in a nest, I'm unknown of my parents' origin, but I was awoken to my mother goddess crow, she is my god and she is also my mother <laughs> she is the goddess crow and i have thousands and thousands and thousands of brothers and sisters who are also crows but i am human um i am a sorcerer yes um i know the magic of it all but i believe that i am also a crow and through my whole life i've always thought that i was a crow and i live I'm a little bit Delulu in general. I kind of am delusional. (laughs) I think I'm the hottest shit to ever walk the planet. Everyone wants to date me or be me. She's delusional um, and she loves her delusion, but she's also extremely anxious because relatable. (laughs) 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 So her delusion comes with her attitude. She thinks she can do everything when she can't. And she also thinks she's a crow. Um, I think a little bit of a life mission for me is to find my parents Uh, because I am convinced that when I find them, they will also be crows so that I can let everyone know I truly am a crow. You know, perhaps she's fashioned wings. I see Cindy Cawford as someone who is very, I'm very steampunk, you know, some fake wings on me to make myself as crow-like as possible uh, because I know I am one. Um, And yeah. I love that. I think that's me. <laughs> this is this is interesting. I'm like I'm over here, and I just had to catch myself because I was over here like watching like a proud parent. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like tearing like, up a little just watching. Work. Going. But a sorcerer, yes. Yes. So I am able to do some magic. You have a list of spells there for those of you um, at home who don't know us. The the difference between a sorcerer and a a wizard would be that a wizard uh, learns magic uh, through school, through uh, scrolls, through tomes even. Um, And a sorcerer, it is in your blood. It is in your family lineage. 
Uh, it is in your, when you guys look at the left side of your sheet there, you'll mm -hmm. see some stats. You'll see strength and dexterity, constitution, wisdom, intelligence, charisma. Mm. Your spell casting comes from your charisma because okay, it's part say, of who you I are. I got plus five for charisma, which yeah. thank you very yeah, much. What does it say about that me also, that I have zero charisma? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this. With a plus five charisma, that adds to her delusional yeah. nature that she thinks she is the hot shit. Okay, all right. This is good to know because yes. as, as Cindy, as Cawford moves forward, um, she's a little bit of a bitch but she's so anxious. Mm -hmm. God bless my <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> okay, family, listen up, everyone. Starting a health and wellness journey is never easy, and it's so personal. I mean, like, look at, you know, I, I talked about my character now, my D&D &D character. Like, we're working on our strength training over yeah. here. My D&D &D <laughs> character, we're negative one on the strength, so we're working on that. Personally, for myself, Jess over here, I've learned for myself, it's got to be something accessible from home. I've got to have a motivating instructor, and it just has to be something I actually enjoy, which is why a few months ago, I was so thrilled to discover and start Aloe Moves, whether you are going all in or easing into it, which is what I needed, Aloe Moves has the classes and flows that are made to move with you. Yeah, the videos are uh, actually really, really They're good. Amazing. We've been doing it together and it's it's really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Aloe Moves is the on-demand streaming wellness platform from Aloe Yoga. I actually have some of their gear as well. Um, from yoga and fitness to meditation and self-care, it's now our go-to for every step of our health and wellness journey. Um, we've discovered that we are all about those small daily rituals that make really big differences and aloe moves gets it they really do get it whether you're needing some alignment with guided meditation or we're ready to kick butt in cardio or hit classes aloe moves has what we need when we need it and everybody here's the thing hold the phone like can we talk about the game changes the gua sha the dry brushing the face yoga it's like i've got all this wellness magic that i'm able to use with these classes and i'm gonna be doing it all now by the way um with over a hundred new classes every month a hundred new classes every month aloe moves is keeping us hooked and motivated i'm telling you all the flexibility of being able to have my hands on all of these classes and do them whenever possible is helping me really start to keep that movement journey going. Uh, please go check out the website. The classes are incredible. The instructors are amazing. We are loving it. No matter your path, it's time to make a move with Aloe Moves. Get a free 30-day Aloe Moves subscription by going to alomoves.com and use code MOMDAD. That's A-L-O moves.com, code MOMDAD in all capital letters, okay? In all caps. Allomoves.com code MOMDAD, all caps. Incredible. All right, Evan. Okay, my turn? Uh-huh. Okay. So I am, my birth name is Shargarian, okay? <laughs> and, and that's a grand name because I was born to a mighty, basically demon commander, <laughs> okay? And I am the firstborn of the demon commander. And so Wait, I... Out of everything, you choose to be a demon? Well, yes. I mean, listen, th we're, this is fantasy here, okay? I'm feeling a little d demonic, okay? <laughs> so I am... Uh, like my background, you know, I got I got dad who's like demon commander, <laughs> badass uh, in demon terms. He gives me the great name Shargarian. But what comes out is a 13 foot just kind of 
kind of bumbly, not, doesn't have all the like evil, you know, conniving, mysterious, you know, slippery elements that all my kind have. All, most of them are six foot and kind of mischievous. And I'm 13 feet, <laughs> massive. So you're twice the size of everyone twice else? Twice the size. And I'm kind of like not, I'm not slippery and sneaky at all. They end up calling me Chug. <laughs> Because, you know, like they, they anyway. So my whole thing is they I'm supposed to be something I'm very much not. I don't identify with it. I don't feel at home with it. They send me out into the world okay. in order to find my kind of evil nature again to kind of find who I truly am supposed to be come back be the firstborn kind of take over the family business of you know whatever horrible things they do <laughs> like and, yeah being demonic but I can't wait to go out into the world because I want to meet people because I like people I think they're not so bad maybe we got them wrong I want to experience life in this world but I'm definitely <laughs> like the black sheep the the weirdo the guy who doesn't fit in in the um, demon community. In the demon community. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. So, okay. So, when we meet you, you're 13 feet. Yeah, huge. So, you're absolutely massive. Yeah. Are you, are you, a, are you bad? Okay, so, question. I'm is there like Is there like bad, good, like, 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 uh, is there the question mark? Do right. you go in being like, I am a, a, a good character or I am a villain or it's a mystery like I think it fully depends on your dungeon master and the setting you play in okay there are a lot of traditional settings where like you know very middle earth um, dwarves and hobbits are good uh, halflings are, right. are the equivalent of hobbits uh, and orcs are bad right um, and then there's more updated settings and more of the vibe of a lot of people where it's sort of like the world is so massive and so full of fantasy that the uh, lineage of all the people that you meet is sort of mixed. Okay. You'll meet a demon who's walking around the town and is not necessarily everybody's giving eyes to. Okay. There is also something <laughs> called your um, yeah, your alignments, which is sort of getting phased out a bit because it's so it can change. Yeah. Like you don't want to be locked in sure. necessarily, but you could be. Um, which might make sense because we made I made an EP with you at one point that was called Chaotic Good. There you go. That is an alignment in D and D. Okay. Um, yeah, which you could be, you know, neutral, good, evil, and then chaotic, lawful, or neutral. So it's like lawful evil, chaotic evil, neutral evil, lawful good, chaotic good, neutral good. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got chaotic it. neutral, lawful new neutral. Right. True All neutral. Sorts, okay. But we we don't need to follow that. Okay. It is uh, the way that I find is that especially when you play with people um, either for the first time or for long periods of time. Yeah. People do it. it you don't. They're not going to be boxed into. We switch it up. My guy Got has it. to do this because he's lawful. Got it. Unless okay. you wanted to. If somebody wanted to make that their own personal choice. Okay. As the dungeon master, I would be like. I love that you're giving yourself parameters, but just know that those parameters won't come from me. Got it. Yeah. I'm, okay. yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm the opposite in the way that I'm, I'm supposed to be locked into something mm -hmm. and I'm not. Okay. And I just don't, I don't get the whole thing and I'm out of here and I got to go find my, my own, my own life. I love that. <laughs> you're a demon. I'm a huge demon. So like goat legs. I'm like thinking, goat yeah, leg I'm thinking action. goat legs. Yeah. Like furry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hooved. Yeah. But the, the weird, the weird knees that go backwards. Yeah, for a the, second. yeah, the knees yeah. that kind of, kind of an indented leg. Go yeah. legs in thirteen feet is terrifying. Yeah, I'm, well, I am terrifying. Yeah, but I am, but my demeanor is not. 
do you have massive teeth coming out or are you you know I, I mean I need to picture or... this yeah, yeah I have, I, have I, I mean I live in Hollywood so I definitely know no. <laughs> my you know, my dad is rich so he paid for the teeth no but um yes yeah, Lucifer <laughs> no I'd be like I'd be like a like a red beard and like I'm I'm buff and everything about me screams like your worst nightmare yeah. but my personality is very like hey what's your name like I'm not you know it's like I thought you're not like a demon but like <laughs> I'm not you know love that okay I can, uh, do you know where I could get some directions there's a little yeah. bit of that energy you know what I mean yeah. okay. not to bother you you yeah. know what I mean asking your neighbor for like a cup do, of milk do you have milk yeah. like, oh, fuck you yeah. know what I mean like <laughs> Jerry, yeah. there's a demon. <laughs> yeah, uh, and your your father would be the the D the D and D equivalent of Lucifer. Sure, I can give you an Asmodeus. 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 Yeah. That's my father. That is your father. He's t I mean, that's that sounds incredible. That is so Chargarian, is it? Yeah, son of <laughs> Asmodeus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that oh sounds God. as demonic as it gets. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Jargario and Jargarian and Jacquois and then Cindy Cawford. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going by Cawford, okay? Yeah. Cawford. I, I love this though. This is you guys gave me so much that even in getting that, that's like a dream. I mean, I have other, uh, you know, I have campaigns where I'll have to send people beforehand um, like sheets that they fill out almost like I'm assigning homework. Right. Like, I'm like, I'll put, it'll be like, describe a little bit, a bit about yourself. What are things that your character likes? What are things that your character dislikes? Like, what is your character's long-term goal? And some of that won't even be as flushed out as I feel like what you guys just came with. Amazing. Just in so we're starting off good. Okay, Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what next? Let me, okay. So right before we start, just let me show you a couple more things on your sheet. Okay. Just so okay. that we know. I actually circled some stuff. So there will be something called your armor class. Okay. okay. So that will be when I, as the DM, as as a potential bad guy, try to I roll and I add my stuff. Um, I need to know what that number is because I need to either meet that or beat that oh, to hit you. Got, got it. it. Okay. okay. In got in it. combat, there is um the big section that I, I I put brackets around all of those things. Those will be when I ask you uh, for a persuasion role or for an athletics role. You have numbers, and those numbers come from your scores right next to it. Got it. Me, Just so <laughs> got it. Okay. Cawford having a negative one strength feels very equivalent to Jessica. <laughs> I'm like, even in D and D, I'm like, she doesn't work out. <laughs> She's trying though. She's on her fitness journey. Effort is a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then charisma is a five. Yeah, exactly. At the bottom of your guys' sheets, you all have your your weapons. Yeah. Um, which is which is an action. Right above that, there's a section that says actions and it has things you can do and they don't always have to be attacks. You can you can dodge, you can hide, you can disengage, which means like I'm going to run away from yeah. this guy. Okay. Um, things of that nature. Um, and then this one says make out with Cindy Coffer. <laughs> yeah. Did you put that there? Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's a minus six to make it happen. But who knows? But I'm trying to have some. I'm trying to have some demon crow babies. Uh, wow. The next time we play, that's one of the characters. Yeah, I want to play erotic Dungeons and yeah. Dragons. It's 18 years later. One of you is playing the child of Shagarian and Cindy Coffer. <laughs> And then for, for all of you on the very last page, okay. um, for you, Chug, it's just one thing that comes from your lineage. It's called Thaumaturgy. Oh, right. Um, and then for you two, you have spells. 
And um, if you have any questions as to what the spell does and you're interested um, in using it, just let me know. And Okay. Other than that, yeah. Can I ask um, what a few of these mean? Absolutely. I'm assuming like I see charm person. Yes. I can gather that one. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoops, so, already doing it. I'm going to use that one immediately. <laughs> so you'll see right next to it, it has DC, I think it's 13, which means as the person you're trying to charm, me, yeah. I will roll a D20 and I have to beat a 13 to not be charmed. So what is... Uh, prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. <laughs> prestidigitation is very hard to say. That's a fun one. That is a very. That's very like when you watch movies with wizards and they get a bunch of mud on them and then just go zoop and all the mud flies off. Oh. Little things like that. Prestidigitation. Okay. 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 Ready? I think that's How about is, is all you it? guys. If there's any questions, so yeah, you should come trust your call already, dude. To be honest with you, I, I feel like <laughs> go back to the like, bogs or whatever you came from. I just love that I'm gonna meet Chug and Jacquois. Like there would be no more adventure. opposite. Okay. All right. Any questions you guys have? By the way, feel free to let me know. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm yeah. Ready. Okay. Um, in the town of Almsford. Wow, that music coming in. <laughs> so nice. In the town of Almsford, on the world of Iola, the players, Shargarian, Cawford, Jacquois, have been hired by a swamped local detective known as the Space Cowboy. <laughs> to help out with a string of disappearances around town. Specifically, you have been hired to investigate the disappearance of the town's local bartender and baker, Mr. Butters. You all know Mr. Butters. He's a great man. The Space Cowboy is offering you each five gold and an honorary detective badge to deal with this case as you see fit. Cawford, you feel like getting your foot in the people-finding industry might one day lead you to finding out who your parents are. Seems like a good place to start. Shargarian, you've struggled with being evil and accepted by your demonic peers and your <laughs> devil father, but you figure if you find whoever and whatever is behind these disappearances, you could enact some sort of justice and bridge the gap between mortals. And devils. Through your travels, the two of you met, joined forces, and subsequently grew your adventuring party out with the arrival of a druid named Jacquois. (gasps) Together, the three of you assume you could get more done as a unit Mm. than alone. Mm. Um, I'll say this. Why don't we start off real quick with everybody... Roll me as you are all will we'll say that you are all standing outside this this tavern. The tavern's called the Drunken Frog. The bakery is attached. It's called For Butter or Worse. (laughs) (laughs) Silver Lake? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're you're waiting for the arrival of the space cowboy to sort of give some details. Mm. uh, This this detective. Um, Why don't you each roll me a history check? Oh. So this is a good way to ease in. You'll roll that that 20-sided die. You'll okay. find your history score and let me know the number you roll. 
I got a 14. Ooh. 14 from Jacquois. 18. An 18 from Shargarian. A two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Get back in that damn. <laughs> She's delusional. She doesn't know. Yeah, you actually. The for losers. <laughs> I think as you guys are standing here waiting for the arrival of the space cowboy, you notice in the distance some crows passing overhead. And your attention is taken away for a second as the two of you try to recall details that you know about Mr. Butters. <laughs> um, I go, hey, sweetheart. Oh, my God, it's my grandmother. <laughs> we look so much alike. <laughs> and um, did you guys add your, did you add the little number next to your history score? Oh. Two, so 20. So a dirty 20. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, at 14? Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, awesome. Plus three, so I remain a five. A five. That's, a five. Hey, go a five back, is better go than back a two. to that, that crowing in the sky. <laughs> um, you guys know Bob with this history check. You, you most of all, you've probably spent the most time at the tavern uh, shooting the shit with Bob and the customers. Maybe you've gotten something from his bakery. Um, he makes great cakes. He's a funny man, and he loves to garden. You've seen where his home is. He has a large garden out front, but he's been having trouble lately with critters eating his plants, eating parts of his garden. Um, he actually just laid down the other day some chicken wire to protect his garden out front of his home. You stand outside this, and as you guys are waiting for um, the space cowboy, and you're out front, where do you guys think that you would start looking for Mr. Butters? wheelbarrow passes as a commoner goes through town it's mid-afternoon so the bar's not bustling the tavern's not bustling but it is open the bakery's been shut down for now am i even though i've been distracted by this crow mm-hmm. am i able to yeah snap out of mm-hmm. well i remember um that for a while, Mr. Salt and Mr. Butters were talking about maybe a partnership together, like expanding his business. Oh. Mr. Salt, you know, he was very much into the meats of it all. Oh. Um, so he was a, a combination of a bakery and also, you know, we love a prosciutto. We love a prosciutto mm. with it, all this. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe talk to Mr. Salt. I, I don't even know what happened. They never ended up doing the that, that combination partnership. So then going off of what you're saying, sorry, just mm-hmm. quick question. Love, love that. Yeah. So then <laughs> Can I just make that up? Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. that was okay. fucking amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> it, just, it was so good it threw me off to be honest with you. Like I was like, <laughs> holy just, shit. Okay. As a as a dungeon master, that is a gift. Okay. Uh, that okay. saying something like that, you giving me Mr. Salt is a gift. Okay. Yes. Okay. So now when you look at us like that, right? Is it is it our job to then just roll with whatever or you know what i'm saying we're looking at you to then kind of bounce off that or is it all open all open Got yeah it. you guys kn- knowing that you know that you could go talk to mr salt if you'd like you could um you could in let's let's okay let's i think do- i got a vibe okay i think i got a vibe okay so my my initial <laughs> my initial thought <laughs> is <laughs> my initial thought is that if mr salt is a little bit of a person of interest Mm-hmm. we shouldn't just go knock on his door and talk to him. Well, obviously we sh- we not, should... Chug. You're massive, okay? Yeah. You're going to scare the shit out is, of Mr. This Thomas. has a lot to do with my personal experience. <laughs> um, but maybe we should find out where he works or find out where the shop and kind of observe his comings and goings, maybe talk to some people about him, mm-hmm. catch a vibe. I like that. Jacquois, um, what do the stars say about 
it right now? Is there any leaning towards the stars? Are people open right now? Oh, well, you know, I haven't eaten anything but a good berry today, so I could get into some charcuterie. (laughs) (laughs) The Southern Elf. Fantastic. (laughs) Why don't we go to Mr. Salt's shop and get some prosciutto? Oh, yes. We'll Uh, dine together. That's a good idea. (laughs) Now, do Uh, we... Is it okay, do you think, for us to bring you around, Chug? Is is, is Mr. Salt... Are we used to the characters um, uh, in this in this specific town? Are they all right with a demon wandering around? Yes. Okay. Everybody's all right. I think you would know that everybody's a little on edge because the reason why the detective, the space cowboy, is um, a swamped is because there's been a string of disappearances. So you mm-hmm. guys being capable adventurers, he's sort of been like, hey, if you guys can help me out, you take this one. I'm going to give you these honorary detective badges giving you carte blanche to deal with this how you see fit because I'm swamped. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then should we do it? Nice try to be, get me out of the group. <laughs> Je crois, can I have an aside with you for a moment? <laughs> Je crois, um, I know that everyone's fine with Chug being around, but let's just remember we got to keep him in line. <laughs> All right, well, I'll keep an eye on the goat man, but we know he's all sweet and gentle on the inside. I'm just more concerned about the way he eats in public. (laughs) So maybe at some point, I'll use some sort of spell to make it look like he's eating politely. Well, all right, all right. (laughs) All right. You guys were talking talking about eating half of (laughs) you? Okay, that's fine, that's fine. All right, should we do it? Yes. Okay. Okay. As you guys head over to uh, Mr. Salt, Mr. Salt's meat shop, um, <laughs> why doesn't everybody also just let's get in the swing of things? Roll me a perception check. Should be another skill on there. So you roll a, another d twenty and add your perception skill. That's a seven. Seven. Eleven. Eleven. Seventeen. Seventeen oh. plus zero, so seventeen. That's totally good. So Cofford, you. Now, after being distracted slightly, on your guys' walk over to the meat shop, over to Mr. Salt's, um, you're a little bit more tuned in now. You're focused. And mm-hmm. on your way over, um, you notice that there are these tiny holes in the ground. Like um, the kind that, you know, you'd see like a little snake hole or something. Mm. some For like a critter. You know, okay. you see them around town, around people's homes or around... Um, yeah, people's gardens and things of that nature. You see these little uh, these little tunnels, these little burrows. At first, my inner crow comes out, and I do want to start pecking for worms. Okay, that's okay. my initial <laughs> desire. Yeah. But <laughs> instead, because my perception is high, um, I start to notice, and I bring up, Chug, Jaqua, have you noticed that these holes are... I feel like I saw them starting mostly on these pathways around the village, but I feel like they've become more dense in gardens. The last Mm -hmm. garden that I went to, when I went by, you know, Sally What's-Her-Face, who thinks she's hot shit and who tries to copy everything I fucking wear, that bitch, um, (laughs) I walked by her garden and there was hundreds of these holes. I at first noticed them along these pathways and I feel like there's less of them now here and way more in these garden spaces. Anyone else? Well, that is just wild. 
Maybe we could go over there and I can take a look at those critters, see what they are. Just make sure when you're over there, Jaqua, that you don't, you know, Sally's going to want to talk your ear off. You know how fucking she is. So, you know, just try to use your sweet, soothing words to have her get to the point. Such a bitch, that Sally. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> um, so do you, but did you want to go check out one of the, the holes? Yeah, do a little uh, nature check. Yeah, I think as you walk up to one, you you hear somebody leave um, this, this house outside of one of the holes and you say, all right, Miss What's-Her-Face, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and heads out down the, down the thing. Give me a give me a nature check. Oh, another seven. Oh, another okay. seven. Low today. <laughs> you definitely you definitely know with a seven that this is a hole made by a critter, some sort of animal that uses maybe burrows or tunnels underground. Um, I'd say with a seven, you could rule out snake. All right. That much that much you know. You look at it and you go, this is not this is not a snake situation. All right, so it's not really a reptile, maybe more of a mole or a gopher situation. Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I've already eaten three. (laughs) Man, it sounds like we're all pretty hungry. Should we keep going to the meat shop? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Huh, so many moles. Strange. You arrive to Mr. Salt's meat shop, um... And you actually catch him out on the front porch, uh, smoking a pipe, and he sees you guys walk up and goes, "Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good to see you guys." Oh, Chad, Chad, nice to meet you. You uh, were going uh, crazy at the bar the other night, buddy. Sorry, I ordered seven hundred meads. Hey, don't, you don't even ever have to apologize to me, buddy. I love it. I drink everything I see, just to feel at home again. <laughs> Okay. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, uh, Sorry, too much information. No, that's great. I overshare. No, it's great. I, honestly, it's you guys got to come sometime when we get a chug a chat going chug chug chug. <laughs> this guy is crazy. Uh, um, can I? What's Mage Hand? You actually—that's a fun one. You create like this spectral hand that's like floating away from you that can do things for you. You can control it. It's like a picture, like an invisible hand floating nearby. Okay. And then you can move it. It's, it can't hold a lot of weight, but it can, you know, it can poke things, grab things, th- that sort of. An, okay. Yeah. Can I cast that spell to take this hand and yank the pipe out of Mr. Salt's mouth and yeah. like, Chase, have it go running down the road to distract him so that we can kind of inspect his shop for a minute without him being there. Definitely. Okay. I know, Jacquois, that you wanted some prosciutto. We'll have some later. I swear to God. We'll send, Ch- we'll send Chug in the back to go do some carving of the meats on the floor. Always giving me the bullshit jobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually want me to get prosciutto? Like what? <laughs> um, much like as as that happens, much like Dwight in the office when he's trying to buy time when he kicks the volleyball when they're at the uh, I don't know if you guys remember that episode, but uh, he, he goes, "Oh, jeez, well, I better go get that, okay?" And starts walking so slowly over to go get the pipe that's been thrown out of his mouth <laughs> and leaves. You see his shop is unlocked and is open for the inspection. Okay. Do you think that we should, should we stay together and inspect or should we separate? 
I think we should separate. I'm thinking one of us should shop. Okay. And then two of us should investigate. Okay. Maybe one on the outside. I'm fine shopping. <laughs> Maybe one on the outside, one on the inside, yeah. one shopping, so that if he if he kind of surprisingly comes back, I'll, there's I'll, not yeah. this. Where is everybody? Yeah, I'll stay on the outside, and when he comes back, I'll ask him if he has any of these mole holes. <laughs> Oh, it's yes. a good distraction technique. Yes. Also, can you make sure while you're checking on the outside to see if he has mole holes anyway? Oh, yeah. Okay. Shaquai can always count on you. Chug, are you going to <laughs> go <laughs> into the freezer? Yes. <laughs> can I use my thaumaturgy? Is that what it is? Thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy yeah. to open the freezer before we get to it? Just Absolutely. so that like, we can see... You know what I mean? It's like, like open it up. Casting spells. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't fit into the freezer. I'm too big, so I'm gonna have to oh, open it. Oh, okay. Wait. I'm too big so that you can go in because I am so distractingly large that I think I should be like in the middle of the shop. So okay. if he gets past Jacqua, that it'll be like I can stop him with, a, oh, you know what kind of meats do you have? Okay. And you're gonna be meanwhile inspecting. Okay, sure. You can stop him by just being, eating all the meats yeah, in the shop. Yeah, like, absolutely disgustingly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, sir, that meat is not cooked. You're just eating it raw. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a demon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like it. Flesh. You just go up to the shopkeeper and just start gnawing on her arm, and she's yeah. still alive. <laughs> is this for sure? Oh, it's Chug, delicious. Chug, stop eating these toys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That sounds like a plan. Okay. All right. So you're gonna cast the spell. Freezer. You're staying outside, mm -hmm. checking for holes, and waiting for him to get back. And call. Okay. So I enter into the shop, and I'm going to go into the freezer. Okay. I'm very annoyed that Chug sent me to do this. It's absolutely freezing in here. And the only thing that is positive about it is, is giving me those hard nips that are really popular. <laughs> because side note, Cawford has a rack, okay? Cawford has huge crow boobs. <laughs> First of all, let's remember and let's make this very clear that Cawford is a, is a sorcerer. I'm a human. Right. I just think I'm a crow. Right. The one one positive thing that I'm down with is my huge rack, and I'm just adding this as a personal touch because Jess has always wanted massive boob jobs, so Cawford's going to have massive teeth. Yes, I just, love that. Just as a side note, okay. Um, so I go into the freezer. It's absolutely frozen. It's disgusting. I hate frozen meat. It's just, it's slippery. It's gross. I hate the smell. Um, everything's normal. Per usual, hanging from hooks. Something looks delicious. I'm sure that Chug would love. Um, I've never seen these certain types of meat before. I guess that's one of the interesting things. But as I go farther in to the freezer, in a small corner, there's just a, a big lump of snow. Like, mm. you know, that frozen where it's kind of been mm. shaved at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So I start going through the snow. And as I'm digging, I find wrapped in what looks like it might be cheesecloth. Open it up. Frozen bread. <gasps> now why would Mr. Salt in his freezer need bread? You also, let me, roll me an investigation check. Okay. That's a great, a great use of that skill. Okay. Investigation plus one. An eight. An eight. So, in addition to finding 
to finding that bread, you are looking it over and you notice that there is a hole on the inside of the bread, hollowed out. The bread has been put back together and there's something inside this loaf of bread. So there's something inside the loaf of bread right now, mm-hmm. or it's just empty in the middle? No, there's some, you, you, as you pick it up, you know that something's inside of it. Okay. I start pulling it apart. You pull it apart, and inside is a little vial, like a tiny little vial, with a, what you would best describe as like a worm. Huh. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interestingly enough, as I pull this out, the worm is, it's, looks like a worm, but it's thick. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a juicy, chunky worm. My initial instinct, eat that bitch. I know what my family <laughs> As a crow. <laughs> as mother crow would do, she would want me to bring it back to her. So I'll be saving it for later. But I notice size wise, it is quite, quite thicker than any worm I've ever seen. It could fit in one of those holes. It looks a little small for the outside holes. The outside holes. But the, the holes that are outside. Okay. It looks a little small for that. But it is it is not a it's not like a mealworm. So it's a chunky worm. It's a chunky little little about that. Couple inches wide, three inches long. Do you want to inspect it further? I think I wanna Bring it. I would love to take it with me. Mm-hmm. I want to close the vial back up. Cool. Put the bread where it was before. Cover it back with snow. I don't want Mr. Salt seeing what I've been doing. Yes. Um, and I'm going to put the vial in my gorgeous satchel that is made of the feathers of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to show it to my friends later because cool. I don't know if maybe... My druid friend over here knows something of this. Maybe Chug's eaten one before. I'm not sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Maybe he's put one in someone's ear to torment them before. I'm My father sure. loved those. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask a question to you? I mean, I want to know if if in the um, so if you walked out and, and you're showing me this, if if I'm seeing this, I'm wondering were there a bunch of these. Was it a single piece of bread with a single vial with a single worm in it? And that was the only thing? Or were there like hundreds of those there? The only thing that I could find is when I was digging through, I just found this single frozen loaf of bread with the one vial and the one worm in it. Mm. An interesting point, as you're doing that and you're sort of emerging back out with it to, to come meet with your friends, you guys have stayed outside. You've been keeping, we've been waiting for him to return and looking for the holes around the place. Mm. Two things of note. Number one, no holes. Number two, Mr. Salt never returns. Oh. oh, shit. Okay. I scared him away. <laughs> I was hoping to talk to him. <laughs> or something took him. Oh. So at this point, have I come? I've come out of the, the freezer. Yes. Um, and I've come out to the, the center of the, the room. Mr. Salt is gone. Um, are we able to to now sit together and discuss maybe over some prosciutto because I know my friend Jacquois over here was hungry. <laughs> yeah, you have. He was the only person working, so there is just prosciutto for the that you could just oh. we could just take right on the counter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's all just come together okay. and sit down. Let's hash what we've all found, what we've discovered together. I have a question. Um, so. The prosciutto is on the table. Um, can I use prestigi- prestigi- 
prestidigitate. <laughs> prestidigitate. Prestidigitation. Can I use prestidigitation to create some sort of wispy illusion that makes it look like Chug is eating politely and not ripping the prosciutto to shreds? Oh, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And you could be ripping it to shreds because nobody will know. Okay, now's, yeah. your, now's your time to really yeah. be yourself. Yeah, because yeah, I I, Get th- I was shaving it off, and the whole time I, I was thinking like, "These this is too thin," <laughs> and now I just want to eat it off. It's like like the, a couple you know. pieces that are like that. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hamburger slice for shoot. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm always so impressed by how elegantly you eat the prosciutto <laughs> for a demon. Thank you. Like, <laughs> Chug, get your hooves off the table. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Chug, did you find anything? Hmm. Um, the In, only, like inside the shop? Yeah. The only thing I found was all different types of meats and prosciutto. But then I, I did find a locked case that just looked very mysterious. And I tried to get it open, but I didn't want to break it because I didn't want to alarm Mr. Salt. But I found a, a locked case that was kind of behind the bar. And it just, I, I didn't know if there was more meat in there. I had no idea what was in there. Okay. But it definitely looked special, old. It looked like something, you know, that you would keep something precious in. Mm. Did, it, did the lock look like it could be opened by a key that looks like a worm? <laughs> It didn't, it didn't look like it could be opened by a worm. It looked like you could... Your your options at this point, since you don't have the key to unlock it, would be to either attempt to pick the lock or attempt to break it open. So I don't know about you guys. I'm leaning more towards bash this shit. <laughs> but I wanted to consult you because, you know, if we were working together, I didn't want to bash it open. Then I'll see walks in and then we're all compromised. So what are you guys thinking? What do you think, Shaqua? I mean, it's pretty quiet in here right now well i was just outside looking for holes but there weren't any holes and when i looked up mr salt was gone (gasps) so there's mr salt isn't here right now i don't even know and there's nothing around the perimeter i don't see anything maybe i'll investigate Mm -hmm. just make sure just make sure that sally bitch doesn't I rolled a nine on the investigation. With a nine, you you do see uh, Sally What's-Her-Face in the distance, <laughs> but she's walking the other way, so yeah. you know you're in the clear on the Sally front. Okay, thank um, God. <laughs> we didn't want her to ruin this game. <laughs> with, with that nine, you see a couple footprints from Mr. Salt, and they're heading back in the direction of where you guys came from. The bar, the drunken frog, with the attached bakery, Mr. Butter's Bakery, uh, for better or worse. You see that, that wherever he went, he went in that direction. Should we follow this trail or should we smash this box before? Oh, interesting. I'm trying to think time-wise. Chug, how fast do you think you could smash this thing? <laughs> because we don't want to miss Mr. Salt. Yeah, if yeah. he's left and we're seeing footprints... Why don't we head on over to the frog and, you know, maybe you give it a good old whack and see if you can get it on the walk. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So we're bringing it with us. <laughs> walk and talk situation. This is very efficient. <laughs> That's efficient. I like where your head's at. Shaqua is nothing but efficient. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So then is there a way? So let's 
try to bash this lock open or carry it. Yes. Or, or just carry it. Are we carrying oh, it? That, yeah, I'm trying to understand. Are we saying we're going to carry it or are we saying that I'm going to bash it on the way? Well. Or yeah. we haven't decided on that yet. I'm I, I'm up for the walk and smash. Yeah, I got to say, leaving your store unattended with three hungry customers <laughs> is a bit suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're right, Jaquan. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> he knew that we were hungry. We literally came in with a 13-foot demon who had had 700 shots of mead the night before, and he's just going to leave. He knows that he could make absolute massive money out of this one right here. Mm-hmm. So that's extremely suspicious. I do a very wealthy father. <laughs> you are, you're his number one customer. Yeah, he's a decorated yeah. commander. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. Um, All right, let's do it then. Okay. Walk and smash. Walk okay. and smash. So on your way, are you attempting to maybe throw it on the ground or with your... I'm going to try and just rip it. Rip it because awesome. I don't... Because if there is some sort of, you know, maybe there's something valuable in it, yeah. I don't want to explode it. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a athletics check? Okay. Which... Um, for those of you at home, 18 <clears throat> is great. Oh, 18. Plus, 19. Oh. Plus oh. your athletic score. Athletics is based on your strength, so that's yeah. awesome. Uh, you're a big, strong guy. With a 19, you break it open, and before the lid comes off, you hear something inside of it alive. <gasps> and you hear something going... <laughs> What do you want to do? Oh, you know it's open. You can take. I'm scared, even as a demon, dude. I know the the worst people ever. You can take the lid off, but you you do hear that. Hold on a second. We need. I need to consult everyone. You guys all it's heard small, it. It's a small box. Yeah, small it's box. A small okay. little box. Yeah. Okay. It's not like a huge box. Okay. But yeah. just because something small doesn't mean that it, it can't, can't mess you either up. cause some serious damage or be so annoying <laughs> on our journey. <laughs> yes. Especially if he's going to want to join us and want a cut of what the space cowboy is giving us. <laughs> um, is there any spell maybe we can cast? Yeah. Lee? Let me see. Well, well, it sounds like a mighty riled up critter you got in that box. <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe I can speak with them. Hey, buddy, can you hear me? Do a little speak with animals. Love that. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have that as a spell? You have that? Oh, yeah. Let's oh, that's go. sick. Very sick. Oh, that's, yeah, honestly, that's the only reason that Jacquois can communicate with me as a crow. <laughs> yeah, we got you as a crow and you as a goat. You're my kind of people. <laughs> yeah. The kind of people that aren't people. <laughs> when you cast speak with animals on this thing, the first thing that you get back is that whatever is inside this box is not a beast or a critter, is not technically an animal. You hear sort of an alien voice saying, Hi, I to be a brain touched the eyelid. You don't necessarily even think it's talking to you. You just, now that you've cast that spell, you just hear these thoughts coming from within this box. Man, this is some dark stuff. Oh, shit. I spent the last 10 years looking at the stars, and I don't even know if this is of our universe. Oh, my God. I've always wanted to be an This is a little scary to me. Oh, no, I think, <laughs> I think it's best we keep this in the box, lest we open up some trouble. Yeah. Are we able to keep the box with us? Yeah. Is it is Chug big enough? 
Put, it, Chuck, put it in my satchel. Yeah, is your backpack big enough to carry this full armoire or whatever it is? No, he said it's small. It's, it's small. Like this oh, yeah, yeah, small. Yeah, okay. I also think on your guys' second page, some of the little minutiae, it has all your stuff that's in your inventory, and I'm sure one of you has rope in uh, your inventory. 50 feet of rope is generally given to certain players okay. uh, when you start the game in your adventuring pack. I have the rope. He has. He's got the rope, so you could tie it to make sure that the lid does not come off. Now got it, it. Now that it's been busted. Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got 50 feet of oh, rope. Oh, got it. Okay. Love that. So you guys are able to, you don't have to use the whole full 50 yep, feet. You can cut it. it up and just tie it almost present stylies. Okay. Uh, make sure that the lid cannot come off and keep it with you. Okay. I was going to say, the question is, I'm like, could we use the rope to tie up what's ever in there? But I guess it's a little. Yeah, it's a, we don't know. Yeah, we, we should maybe seal up the box. And okay. Got to find Mr. Saul. I don't think anybody should be carrying around these critters. Yeah, why yeah. does Mr. Saul have that? Why is this keeping this it? This this thing hostage. Hmm. Okay. So now we're going to see Mr. Salt. We're walking we're to the still tavern. Walking? Yeah. At this yeah. point, you we're are following the, the yeah. footsteps, right? Yeah. You are outside. Uh, you've you've gotten to the drunken frog with the attached uh, bakery, for better or worse. You are standing outside both. <sighs> okay. So, for better or worse, it's closed, though. It is closed. Should we? So we saw. Oh. So we saw his his. Footsteps leading to there, mm-hmm. but it is closed. Uh, actually, that's that's a, a, a interesting point of order. Why don't you guys each roll me either perception or investigation? Okay. Perception is a zero. Investigation is a one. Okay. My perception is a plus three. So Ooh, we should do. Oh yeah. So yeah. we we'll roll our own. Yeah, or? you guys can each roll. Okay, okay. cool. I'm gonna roll investigation because it's a plus one and perception is zero. Okay. I rolled a seven on perception. Okay. 13 on perception. That's good. I rolled a one. A natural one? <laughs> a natural one. <laughs> and I also, but I do have plus one on investigation, so it's a two, a Ooh. big doozy. So a natural one, you actually, you're looking down, um, and you, you're looking down, and you're trying to follow the footprints, and then you see two pairs of feet, and you look up right into the face of Sally. Fuck. <laughs> you try to avoid me? <laughs> I see that you're trying to avoid me. <laughs> Sally, oh my God, honey. Oh my God. Bess, what are you talking about, bitch? You know I love you so much. Oh my I, God, that feels I, good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, honey, 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 honey. Oh my, first of all, I love what you're wearing. You look so cute. I honestly was trying to picture, I was like, what were you wearing yeah, yesterday? I was, <laughs> and honestly, I tried to mimic it and I, whew, I was going to say it looks very familiar, mm-hmm. but, you know, it looks better on you. Well, you know what? I'm just trying to be number two in this town. That's all I got. That's all I can do. What can I say? Um, a deviated septum. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a bit of cold going around? <laughs> Well, I'll I'll let you I'll let you to it. But <laughs> I wait, Sally. Can I ask you one more thing, sweetie, mm-hmm. honey? And, yeah. and and I I will um I'll make sure to uh to stop by your place tomorrow. Mm. We can have a glass of mead together. Um, but do you happen to have um a lot of holes around your garden right now? I feel like I noticed, and I'm not trying to shame you, honey. Your garden looks gorgeous, but I feel like was there a lot of holes? There's been a couple. I think I'm gonna put up the chicken wire. <laughs> I think I'm going to follow it, Mr. Butters, footprints and put up the chicken wire. <laughs> well, what, what, what do you mean, follow Mr. Butters' footprints? He, he was, rodents were eating his plants, he put up chicken wire. 
Oh. I think I'm going to do that too. Did, did, he, did he happen to say if he knew um, if there were rodents? That they were rodents? He, was, he had seen them with his own eyes? Or yeah. was that just... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was it a familiar rodent? <laughs> Maybe a, a, a demon mole? <laughs> a demon mole? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> you, see, you see it. She's a demon mole. You see Sally. What's her face? His eyes are darting at you, Chuck. Demon mole. Oh, jeez. Well, anyway, it's been lovely to see you specifically, Crawford. And I'll, I'll, I did it. He didn't say. Um, okay. Well... Considering that we haven't seen Mr. Butters lately, and the last thing he did was put up that chicken wire, I think you should do that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll do it right now. Sounds good. Bye, bitch. Bye. Love you. Love you, bitch. <laughs> Love to see you walk away. <laughs> oh, <Bye>. stop that. <laughs> uh, you see, you see a little bit after um, Sally, what's her face, gets about fifteen feet away. You see a little skip happen. <laughs> As that was the best part of her day. You get, you get the sense. God, I hate that bitch. <laughs> With I've got to be honest, I hate your friend's voice. I've been to hell and it's worse. <laughs> As that happened, Chug, you see with a 13, you recognize Mr. Salt's footprints leading directly up to the door of For Butter or Worse. I mean, the mystery's too great. We have to... I mean, should we split up? Should one of us go around the back? One of us go down the middle. So if he, if someone comes running out the back, there'll be someone ready. Or yes, great idea. Okay, Jacqua, do you think you should go to the? Wait, can you fit in? Yes. Okay, it's a very high. Yeah. Ceiling. It's a, it's a it's a pretty big establishment. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's more of a question for you, right? That would be more of a question <laughs> for you. Yeah. You. Okay. You. It's attached to the bar. You. You've Got been it. to the bar, so we've oh, established yeah, we you can that. definitely okay. get in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jacqua. Would you go to the back and while you're going around to the back, check to see if there are any of those holes anywhere? Sure thing. Yeah, you could roll me also, um, you could roll me perception or nature or investigation. I'll say uh, dealer's choice. Okay, cool. As you head around the building. Cool. Oh, nice. Ten's good though, right? Ten's good. Um, Yeah, for something like this, you definitely see multiple yeah and and you uh a larger concentration of them around uh for butter or worse less so than the drunken frog so wait there's more around yeah there's a, there's a concentrated there's, there's definitely more of them around for butter or worse and less around the drunken frog okay that's where mr butter is or he could be or he was <laughs> <laughs> I like how I like how Jaqua is basically like a Louisiana <laughs> witch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I heard an all right, all right, all right earlier. Yeah, yeah. Matthew McConaughey drew it. You know what I mean? I love it. Okay, so so you're out back. Um, do you see anything out now that you're around the the perimeters? Now that you're out back, is there anything out back? In the for better or for worse, just the holes. Yeah, you just ju- you holes. you just find the holes. There's actually not a back entrance to this place okay. because it's connected okay. with oh. the, the the drunken frog. You just see the the front entrance, and then there's windows for sure. Yeah, and with right. a ten, you try and look through some of the windows, and it doesn't look like anybody's in there. All no right. candles are lit. Lights are off. Kind of dark. Mm-hmm. I think we should just go in. Okay. Suss it out. Just go all in together. Let's do it. 
Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, should we split up? But I should go into the tavern. Or wait, do I'm you want to really go? Thirsty. Do you want to follow the holes or not the holes? <laughs> As a hungry bird, I am tempted to follow the holes. <laughs> um, let's all go in. Okay. Let's all go in together. Let's all go. You guys go in and you uh, it, open the door, not locked, which is 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 strange. We'll say when you were here earlier in the day, this door was locked. Ah. Uh. Uh, now that you've seen Mr. Salt's footprints heading into this establishment, door unlocked. Um, as you head inside for butter or worse, you see that there was a cake being made not that long ago on the counter. And you see right next to it a list of ingredients. Shit. Mm. And the layout of this place is sort of, you know, dining area for the customers, uh, counter behind the counter workshop space. And then there is like a kitchen sort of in the in, in the back kitchen storage room. Um, as you guys find this recipe, mm. I'm not going to read you the uh, um, amounts, but I'll just give you some stuff. Chopped pecans, brown sugar, granulated sugar, canola oil, eggs, unsweetened applesauce, vanilla extract, all-purpose flour, baking powder, baking soda, salt, ground cinnamon, ground ginger, ground nutmeg, ground cloves, grated carrots. Hmm. Is it a carrot cake? Canola oil. Mm-mm. It is a shame to hear that Mr. Butters <laughs> is using canola oil. <laughs> Very nineties. Very disappointed. <laughs> he's he's uh, he, he's taking a beating for me googling. <laughs> I can't believe recipe. this. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should just let him be gone. <laughs> Too much can oil. Um, okay, interesting. Those ingredients. Did anything stand out to you all in those ingredients? The carrots felt unusual, but it could be a carrot cake. <sighs> I mean, I, I'm just wondering. I mean, carrots are grown in the ground. Are there True. holes? From pulling oh. carrots out of the ground, but then I guess you'd have to be growing it in other people's property, which doesn't feel correct. Oh, question: Is Mister Butters getting his vegetables from his own garden that he had to fence in? So, whatever is coming out those those rodents, is there something that's tampering with maybe the quality of what's happening with the carrots? Ah. Okay, I'm poisoned gonna go, carrots. I'm gonna go take a look at the old uh, cake batter and see if there's any carrots in there. <gasps> oh my gosh! Thank you, Shaqua. <laughs> Do a perception. Sure. Nineteen. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. With with within nineteen, you definitely get the sense that he was making a carrot cake. That is what he was doing in the batter. Um, you're asking if there was carrots in the batter. Yeah. You actually, not only do you see carrots in the batter, as you're looking around this place, you like open a drawer full of carrots. Oh. Top to bottom. <laughs> like a drawer that was labeled flour. You Just open it carrots. full of carrots. Just carrots? I think Mr. Butters has a oh, fetish. <laughs> Which you, you would also know this is more... Um, there, there's more carrot stuff going on here than he than his garden. You've seen his garden; it's nice, but it's not that big. Yeah. 
So there's just an overwhelming amount of carrots. So there's definitely like some some carrot theft going on or or something like that. Or his carrot provider is doing some dirty, dirty business. His carrot dealer? Now, his carrot dealer might be sketchy. My question (laughs) is, is that so far from what I've been feeling is I'm like, well, Mr. Salt, I would imagine if there was some, if there was a lot of meat hanging around here, I would then be way more sus of Mr. Salt, obviously, but carrots is not what I expected. It's interesting to note as well as you start thinking about Mr. Salt, you did see his footprints go in here. You did not see his footprints come out of here. Do you know that there are only three rooms to this place? There's the dining room, which you've checked out. Nobody in the dining room. There's the counter and all of the cake that's being made. Nobody there. And there's the kitchen, which you've not looked at. Oh. Oh, because we're at the counter with the cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, we got to go in the we gotta kitchen. We got to go check out the kitchen. We got to go in the kitchen. You go in the kitchen and we'll, we'll do something fun here. There's everybody has a passive perception on your sheet. I think it should be in your maybe bottom left. Um, ask. Yeah. Why don't you guys just tell Where me what is that it? is? Oh, I see passive. Oh, yeah, passive wisdom. Yeah. Perception. 15. 15 is good. 13. 13 is good. Where is it? Oh, passive wisdom. <clears throat> um, Passive wisdom is. Passive perception, excuse me, is 10. Cool. I'd say so when you walk in, no check necessary. You walk in, Um, there is uh, a cellar door that you notice on the ground in the kitchen. And there is a crate that has been moved over it. And with a passive perception of 15, you walk into this place and you don't see him in here, but you do clock this crate and you do see the smear mark of a hasty, awkward move of a crate. So that fucking Mr. Salt. A little bit of a sewer sewer cover vibe going on. <laughs> is a, a little bit of a ninja rat. turtle going on. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen a lot of this in the underworld. So I saw, I'll, Michelangelo. <laughs> we, okay, so obviously, friends, we have to go see what... We have to follow him. But I'm a little... He's making me a little nervous. I mean... Who knows what's down there? Who knows what's down there? Is there any way that we can maybe... Uh, protect ourselves any sort of like invisibility something that makes my tits bigger to distract (laughs) so in case he happens upon us he's overwhelmed with lust (laughs) (laughs) um let's see here i mean i do we don't know what's down there i do have charm person that i can use so if he is down there and he is being sketchy, I could charm at least him. Does my charm person, does that work on just one individual or could that work on a group of people? It's generally just one individual. Okay. Um, you can cast it twice. Twice, um, okay. Per, per day though, so you could in theory charm one person and then when you were done with that, go and charm somebody else. Okay. Uh, well, should we wait until we encounter something before you waste a charm like that? Well, I don't know. I mean, this seems pretty sus. Well, what if we send our little demonic critter friend down there maybe crack the uh crack that box a little bit and just see if there's someone down there maybe our little buddy will suss it out for us i love how creative you are you are so creative i mean i said we crack so well first of all we gotta gotta move the well we gotta move it and throw them in right we gotta do this quick we gotta we're gonna have to do this quickly someone someone's gonna have to 
push down. Is it a big thing that's in front of the... It's a big crate. You get the sense the chug could probably move it. Okay. So, Shikwa, do we want to do... Do we want to handle our little strange friend together? Like, as chug, you got to, like, open it and then close it real quick. Yeah, my thinking is... If we open up that crate to get all of us down there, that's going to make a lot of noise. But if we crack it just a little bit for our little friend, we can just pop him down there and see if we can freak him out. I like this. All right. Okay, I'm in. Okay. Chug, are you down to yeah, use your my, brute my, strength? Now, my only question you is, though... You disgusting My only question, though, is that Mr. Salt... This is Mr. Salt. So do we know if this oh. is like a pet of his? You know, I mean, we don't, we, it's not a beast. But, we don't know what it is, but I'm saying is he going to be like, oh, what's up, Ashley? Or is it going to be like, that's true. You but, know, but what wow. happens, though, if he sees first? OK, first Naming of the all, the demonic critter after your own dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low blow. How dare you, it's man. It's a low blow. Hey, not even here to defend herself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low blow. OK, but here's the thing, though. So. Best case scenario, he is a demon creature that goes down and scares the shit out of Mr. Salt and doesn't eat him because we do have to question Mr. Salt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but then also, let's just say he is his pet. That will startle Mr. Salt because why is my pet that's locked? Also, what type of f- horrific person locks their pet in an uh, some sort of, you so, know, so I probably mean, not a pet. I don't think it's a pet. Okay. I think it's maybe there's two issues with this. Either one, he's terrified of it, he hates it, he locks it up, or he uses it. Or we unlock things. his powers, and that's not going to be very good. That won't be good, but <laughs> yeah, then hopefully true. we roll high numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I say we just go for it. Okay. Let's do feeling it. Feeling risky. Do I, need, do I need to roll something to push the thing? No, you no? Could, you're you're able to push the okay. thing uh, with, you know, you're not under any sort of time crunch. And then you see that you can open the latch that goes down into the cellar. And so you're going to open the latch and throw, toss the creature out of the box down into it and close the cellar door. Is, is, that, the, is that what we want to do? Vibe? Yeah. <laughs> and keep, the, keep the ear down. Yeah, because yeah, yes. we need to be able to hear reactions. Yeah, I feel like this is like, this is a very creative uh, uh, um, choice from Jaqua, and I feel like I, I'm really loving the spice of this. I say we just do it. Well. You win, Big Daddy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> As you do that, pretty easy to do. You open it and throw it, and... You know, maybe you're expecting something with uh, legs and arms and wings and a little demonic creature, but what comes out and is thrown under is something very familiar to you. <gasps> you see a tiny, thick worm oh, fly shit. out of the box. Flies out. But no, like you toss it goes him out. Through, okay. Goes out. There's no arms or legs to this thing. It's a, it's a small. You see it is writhing, and on its front, where its face is, you see that there are a ringed set of teeth. Maw. <sighs> Of this that go all the way down. There's a tiny thing, but its entire face is sets of teeth that go in and further in. As you toss it, you close it, and you hear in the distance down underneath this as this thing. But you also hear it sort of like flopping on the steps. Oh, disgusting. Like you can't necessarily move well. Sure. Um, At that same moment, you're remembering that you have one of these same things in your bag, defrosting. Oh, no. You see, it is it is oh. still currently frozen, but there are beads of water coming down it as this thing is beginning to defrost. 
Should I just... No, we need to keep it for investigation. I was like, do I just pop it up and throw it to there too? <laughs> Two's <Grenade>. better than one. <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like you have to keep one. I gotta we keep let it. one go. We're like kind of... I mean, do we, do we, Wait, can, but I've never asked you guys. Wait, hold on a second. You see this? That's what just flew down there. Do either of you recognize this at all? I forgot to ask you. I was so carried away with the whole Mr. Salt leaving in the footsteps and the prosciutto and you being super gross. Um, do you guys recognize this at all? I think you guys could both roll me um, history, nature, or arcana. Okay. Whichever skill you... What's arcana? Arcana is like magic, like things that are oh. magical, like how well you uh, can comprehend what's going on. I'm going to start saying that all the time. Yeah, I'll do arcana check. They're cool. all plus three. 17. Oh, wow. yes. 17 is good. We're all rolling, right? Or just you just you two, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to do history because I got a plus two on that. Let's cool. See. 20. Oh. Good. These oh. natural 18s are yeah. really You're rolling yes. the natty yes. 18s a lot. Um, you know that whatever this is, is from the far realm. The far realm, think of it as outer space. Uh, Whatever this thing is, is not native to this planet. You know that much. And you know by the look of it that it's a parasite. You remember hearing this thing's thoughts. And it said that it wanted to eat a brain. And it wanted to connect to your eye. <gasps> you remember hearing that when you casted your um, Speed with Animal yeah. spell. Um, so you know that this thing is a, a parasite. An alien sort of parasite that can enter... Uh, your body through your eye socket and eat your brain. Possibly control you? I was just wondering that. Possibly, like, basically become the captain of a human? <clears throat> yeah, very much Men in Black style. Yeah, little guy it, with the little it's connecting to your brain. <laughs> eat your brain and then I connect that to that your... He's the cutest he's guy the ever. Cute is so God, cute. he's so cute. Right? so bad for him. God, when you passed, mm -hmm. R.I.P. Um, okay, so Lee, if he spoke that to you about the brain, you're saying could control the thoughts. Do we think then that Mr. Salt is, he has these things, he has one in his, um, in Two. his freezer, he and he's got one locked yeah. up. So he's got one on ice, this guy, on ice, ready to do this. So I'm assuming he isn't under mind control. He's or, keeping them. Or, or he is he under is, mind and he's bringing control. his friends with us, with but, him. Yeah, and then there were a lot of holes around the butter, for butter, for worse. The question is, well, they said that those were rodents. No, they don't know, or right? Maybe they were we worms. Yeah. Were the holes the same size as the worms? No. No, the no. holes were bigger than those. Those little worms are like tiny little oh, parasites, yeah. you know, maybe as big as a finger, but oh. fatter. Oh, but they're in the um, ground, though. And maybe the rodents are digging them up because they're trying to eat the worms. And maybe the, the rodents, the rodents are getting mind controlled, too. And that's why it's just out of control. And maybe whatever is it. Hmm. But then all these carrots, right? Yeah, what's the carrot tie? That could have something to do with mind control that we're just not figuring out yet. Maybe the, maybe the worms eat carrots. Or maybe whoever has the carrot farm in town has the king worm. True. Now, who is that, Mr. Is there a Mr. Carrot in the midst? <laughs> There's no Mr. Carrot that you guys have uh, know of in no. town. 
listen. Oh. Do we want to reopen it? I was yeah, going to say. And kind there. of see, if, if we're hearing that this thing is unable to kind of move effectively, should we open this up and kind of go down there and kind of watch where it goes, maybe? So I'm curious because it might be following something. Mr. Salt might be we down there. Find Mr. Mr. Salt. Mr. Yeah. Butter. Mr. Butters might be down there. He might be down there. And I don't know. <sighs> Life's too short. Life's too short. <laughs> Says the 700-year-old demon. Believe your short or you'll end up where I come from. And that yeah. place is not cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I say Living we do Living eternity it. in hell, coming to, coming to the material plane going, I'm too short. <laughs> it's too short. <laughs> I've lived for six million years. Y'all got 80. It's too short for you. <laughs> All right. Fam, I say we do it. Okay. All right. So um, are we going to open it or are we going down? both we're, oh, up, we're going down all right we're going in you open it and you see you do not see this little worm you look down and you see the stairs go down and eventually turn a corner worm not anywhere in visible sight as you go down you reach this first door and th- there's a door with a mouth on it and the mouth opens and says to you <gasps> what was i making <laughs> And you remember the ingredients from upstairs. Cinnamon, sugar, <laughs> carrots. Nutmeg. Is Can- he- Canola oil. oil. <laughs> <laughs> all- Interesting, Dor. Don't, don't remember that part. <laughs> forget about the canola oil. Uh, <laughs> it was a te- I was testing you with that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So do Don't we tell judge him? The, me. Do we tell him the ingredients, or oh, do I we? I think it's just a succulent carrot cake. As you say, carrot cake, yes. it goes. <laughs> yes, no canola oil. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens, and you are led down into a room, a circular room with another door on the far side. And in the middle of this circular room, you see a tiny, almost like a circular stage in the middle of the room. Um, and then a door on the other side with no handle. Circular stage. Circular stage in a circular room and a door on the other side with no handle. Okay, well. But no handle, that means that maybe it's, int- you can enter from the other, like from the other side of the door. So it's like, it's, mean, it's, a, it's a room you can enter in only or from. Or there's a spell that opens it. Because there's, the, we haven't seen the worm yet and we haven't mm-hmm. seen Mr. Salt yet. So. Or I could beat it down if it comes to it because I'm super att- strong. I say you try to beat it down for sure, but also hmm, my my presentation <laughs> can't reveal things, can it? It can't reveal things, but you do notice in, you know, you're used to using prestidigitation to make, you know, yourself clean if you spill something or whatever, and you notice that this little platform in the middle of the of the area super clean. No, not a speck of dust on this circular little stage mm-hmm. in the middle of the room. Do you guys want me to go in the middle do a little dance? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I see a stripper pole in the middle of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's a little stage and it's super clean. Mm. Do, can we? Ex- are we seeing anything else in the room? Is there anything else? Yeah, you guys can roll. Anybody who wants to can roll a perception or investigation check. Yeah, I'll do a perception check. Yes, cool. please. Fifteen. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah, with a 15, you notice that this thing in the middle of the room is a pressure plate. Mm. And it's currently fully lifted. What's a pressure plate? Put chug on that shit. Um, putting <laughs> putting a weight on it, it would go down. Got it. And something okay. would happen. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. All right, Mr. Goat, why don't you all stand on <laughs> this platform? Put those sexy hoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Get on there. I'm 17,000 pounds. <laughs> All right. Okay. All um, right. Yeah, let's get on. So you step on this pressure plate. It sinks to the ground. And as it sinks, the door opens. Yes. Uh, but if I step off. You step off, the door will close. I mean, either you stay on there and we go in alone. But I'm a little nervous because our big guy does give us a lot of strength. Do you still have um, your backpack with the box? Yes, but I don't know if it's heavy enough. I mean, you said the box was this big. Yeah, you get the sense looking through your guys's inventories together oh, that yeah. if the three of you put enough stuff on I, this. I have a water skin that's five pounds. Okay, you get a water skin. You've got an empty got, safe. I have um, a bedroll. I have my rope, a tinderbox. Leather. I got some leather. I got carpenter's tools that are six pounds. Is, do, yeah. should, we, is, should we start experimenting with just yeah. starting putting things on and see how yeah. heavy? <laughs> I think definitely with your, some of your materials yeah. that are five pounds, six pounds here, the um, box itself, which is probably close to 10 pounds and a couple of things from each of you, you put it on and the door does stay open. Okay. Right, yeah. okay. Okay. Listen, here's the thing, Chug. I know we're using mostly your materials, but you know, let's say worst case scenario, we're not able to get these back. Jaqua and I will share with you. Right, Jaqua? <laughs> Well, of course. <laughs> Promise. We're I believe anything you say. <laughs> We're not going to share with him. Um, well, with your permission, with your consent, Chug, yes. we'll use your materials okay. and a and few I'll of toss, ours. I'll toss my rope on there. Yeah. 10 pounds of rope. Oh, you yeah. Can, uh, Definitely. Yeah, you can take my 10-pound uh, my rope. No, you can take my... If you're going to use your rope, I'll keep my rope, and you can. we can use my torch. That's 10 pounds. Nice. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, that's like we're looking at like close to 50 pounds worth of stuff from yeah. all of everything you've okay. done. And it stays down with those materials and the door is open. All right. I gotta go in, Let's guys. go. Okay. You enter in. And you enter into a room and you notice a couple things off the bat. The first thing that you notice is the tightest pair of butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> you see... <laughs> You see a <laughs> see a seven foot tall creature with his back to you, fully nude, covered in fur, two huge bunny ears on top of his head. <laughs> and he's got something around his neck coming around the front, rolling something in front of him. Um, and nude on the back, tiny, tight <laughs> cheeks. Tiny. So he is like tiny. A Tight. Like a jacked Lifted. bunny. Seven foot tall. Massive jacked bunny. You see a big ingredients list on the wall next to him. And the last ingredient on the list is butter. Dot, dot, dot. Mr. Butters. You see a creature sitting in the corner of the room. And you see only the light of a pipe in the, in the corner of the room. Howdy, guys. You really shouldn't have followed me. You guys oh, could have just let it be, but you couldn't let it go, could you? You couldn't let it go. 
And now, guess what? We guess we're gonna have to add two ingredients to <laughs> to the cake. <laughs> this Mister is from Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's Minnesota, don't you know? I know you're not from up above, but that sounds a little more like yeah, Fargo sorry, to me. You see a you see Bob Butter trapped in a cage in the corner of the room. As this creature turns around, you're seeing a humanoid bunny, seven feet tall, kiss the chef apron on. <laughs> A rolling pin in one hand. Shit. A satchel over that looks like what would hold grenades in wartime holds custard-filled cupcakes. But the face of this bunny is what strikes you. Where its normal mouth would be, you see these long tendrils coming down off of his face. Oh, God. And as, as he turns around and looks at you, the tendrils kind of go, and you see a little tiny circular mouth similar to the worm that you threw down here as oh, the creature no. with the rolling pin in his hands. And Mr. Salt in the corner goes, well, I thought I told you guys. <laughs> go get him. And the bunny oh, no. <laughs> gets down Holy and <laughs> runs at you full speed. And we're going to enter our first <laughs> initiative. Oh, no. Our first ever combat. <laughs> and so you have an initial oh score God. at the top of your page. Mm. You'll roll a d20 and add that. And that will be what order the combat is. Shit. Okay. So we roll the d20 mm-hmm. plus. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to be like, bunny from the back, hot. From the front, not. Not. Oh, and the bone dice is out. Oh, the bone dice. Oh, shit. Natural 14. Oof. Shit. All right, 13 for me. All right. Natural 20. Whoa! Chug, 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 chug. Welcome to hell, bitch. (laughs) 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 You're going back to Easter Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what did you roll? I rolled not the Easter reference. I from the demon. I rolled, I rolled a um, an eight plus two, a ten. A ten, okay. So you will go last. Okay, thank God. Because I'm this. planning on using a lot of charm. But Chug, you see this seven foot tall bunny with like these tentacles coming off his face, going down, kiss the chef. Um, apron as he runs towards you, Wang hitting the apron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Rolling pin up. It's a fight of my life. And I looked at him like, why is that doing that? <laughs> uh, he, he looks like he's about to come up and start trying to clonk you guys on the head with a rolling pin. And then that maw potentially. Use that if he should be able to knock you out. But fortunately, Chug, you get to go first. Fuck. Your actions are right there at the bottom of your I screen. Mean, I mean, the, the, I... You mean the weapon attacks? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have... Let's see. What's an unarmed strike? Just like my fists? Punch. Yeah. Headbutt. Knee. Any one of them. Okay. Well, I'm thinking... How does it work in regards... If I, have a, if I take the great sword, mm-hmm. right, and I strike, is that... Do I do we want to capture this thing or do we want to, you know, it, will one of my strikes at this level, you know, we, is it a kill? Is it a, am I looking to kill this thing? Or do we want to capture it to figure out what's going on? 
That's the the fun part about D anD D is you don't know this thing's armor class. Nothing. You don't know this thing's hit points. It's a mystery, huh? You can. There is something in in Dungeons and Dragons where you can attack non lethally. Yeah. Which means you're not aiming to kill it. So if you were to but get maim it, it or... if you were to bring it to zero hit points, you would knock it out. Got it. Got it. I, that's that's once we're down okay, that road. My opinion to you, Chug, is that I have we're great not sword, longbow, or unarmed strike. We're not. We're not looking to. Um, we're not looking, I don't think, to capture this this. We tentacle. gotta talk to Mr. Salt about that. I don't like this ninety-nine souls bunny. I'm just yeah. picturing by the way, like what's his <laughs> oh, face yeah, from yeah, Pirates yeah, yeah. of the from Pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh is it l- Dave uh Davy Jones. Davy Jones, thank you. <laughs> Dave Anderson, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Dave Anderson from yeah. Pirates. Um I think we because by just, the way, we also have those worms. If we need to yeah, investigate those later, so I, I say you to gotta just, nuke this. I'm gonna bust out the great yeah. sword. I love that. Yes. And we're just gonna go for it. So nice. now I need to. You'll roll a d20. You'll okay. add that 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 score. You're trying to beat a specific armor class that I have written down here. If you hit, it'll be two d6 plus one. So roll this twice. Just think? once. Just once. Okay. Mm-hmm. Four. Shit. Mm. Plus. Is it plus one? I'm sorry, I don't understand. Plus your um. Here, let me see. Uh, plus three, a greatsword right there is just to hit. Oh, just plus three, yeah, okay. Is, is, is a Got plus it. three okay. for greatsword, plus six for your longbow, and plus three for your honor. Okay. So, with a seven, Shit. you swing at this guy. <laughs> Penis. It's the thing. <laughs> you look down. You look down for a half second while swinging. Unnecessary. <laughs> and it's that momentary distraction that you swing, and as it catches you, yeah. he ducks right under it. Oh. And it's his turn. And oh, on his no. turn, he takes his rolling pin and attempts to club you over the head with it. Oh, no. What's your armor class? Top of your sheet, top middle. 13. That is a 10. He misses. Oh, he swings, <laughs> goes to hit you, and you bring your greatsword up. Parry, you see in his swing, no non-lethal on his side. He's going for the kill. Oh my god. It's the death bunny. You're up. Chiqua. All right, I run up to chug to flank the beast. Nice. (laughs) Yes, yes. Come on, Chiqua. I'm going to swing the shillelagh. Okay. I got advantage on that, right? Yeah, if if you flank in in, in, um, combat, if you get one on kind of each side of the creature flanking, uh, you can have advantage on your attack roll. Oh, Which means yeah. you roll twice. Which means you roll twice yeah. and you take the higher. That's what advantage is. I did take is. none of that from watching yes. yeah. this stuff. <laughs> and then disadvantage uh, would be the opposite of that. You roll two and take the lower. I'm going to send this guy back to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that is two. Oh, shit. 20. Not, yes. not, not, not 20, but 20 to hit. Yes. A dirty 20 definitely yes. hits. Go ahead and roll damage on this guy. All right, we got... Your magical dude, shillelagh turning dude, chug, a... Chug, you're 13 feet, and Jaqua, my, my elf druid king, comes in. <laughs> I panicked. Ooh, that's uh, going to be 10 damage. 10 damage. Yes! Wow. Yes, okay. Jaqua. You do 10 damage to this thing, and that hurts. This thing is not built, built of stone. This thing is not wearing heavy armor. Um, this thing is a mutation. Um, you're starting to put some of the pieces together. The holes outside. Rabbits. The parasites infecting brains, growing these anomalies out of regular critters. As you hit it, you deal a significant amount of damage, and Ka, it is your turn. Okay. 
Now, <clears throat> as much as I want to use uh, prestidigitation to uh, create some sort of mist pants for him mm -hmm. to cover up his <laughs> penis, um, <laughs> I will... Okay, with Firebolt... Yes. It says that the range is 120 feet. Oh, yeah. Will I then inflict damage on Mr. Salt as well? It's actually so you can hit one person up to 120 feet. Okay. So you aim it uh, at somebody, you cast your spell, the firebolt hits that person. Okay. Yeah. Um, And which bolt? Is a, is a, a stronger spell that technically, if you hit it, you'll be concentrating on it. And every turn, if you hit, you can do the same damage again because the witch bolt connects you and the target. Should I witch bolt? Yeah. I'm going to witch bolt. I love that. Okay. Um, so let me see that. I believe that that'll be a roll plus. You'll be rolling plus five. And then if you hit, I believe it's a D12, which will be an interesting one. I'll have to, I'll have to show you that one. Okay. But why don't you go ahead and roll and give me a plus five. Eighteen. Eighteen definitely. Yes. Has. Yes. I love that. Yes. So yeah, you roll 18 one plus five. By the way. Oh wow, twenty-three oh. even yes. more so hits. So yeah, Damn. you do one d twelve lightning damage as this bolt of this witch bolt comes out of you, hits him, and then stays there in between the two of you, coming from your body, connecting to his, and so a d twelve will be one of your um, dice on there that is twelve sided. Perfect. Okay. And now that you have it connected, every turn you can just do the damage. You don't even need to roll again. Oh, because, amazing. Yes. You're just okay. technically you're concentrating on this spell. So if you get hit, you'll have to roll to maintain your concentration. Okay. So then I roll this to see how much damage it's yeah. gonna be. And it's okay. lightning damage. Okay. It's awesome. Six. Six is wait, great. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Wait, is that nine or six? That's a nine. Yes! Yeah. You're always so humble. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. Uh, this thing gets hit with a quarterstaff turned into a magical shillelagh from the druid. A uh, lightning bolt comes out of you into it. And Chug, it is your turn. I have a plus six on the longbow. Should we try to put this thing out? Of, should we go all in on it? Yeah. Okay. That longbow king. Yeah. So technically, with ranged weapons, since you're in melee, oh yeah, with is it, this not? You would have disadvantage, but because you're flanking, oh uh, yeah, you would have advantage. So uh, it would just be a straight roll. Okay. A straight roll plus six to hit with Got the longbow. It. Okay. okay. All right, Chug. <clears throat> in the D, the D twenty. Mm -hmm. Okay. You'll add six. Ten. So sixteen. Okay. Sixteen That's, hits. Its yes. armor class is fourteen. Oh. Woo! And so next to your longbow, it'll have what what dice you should roll and what you'll add to it. 1d8 plus 2. 1d8 plus 2. So find the d8, which is the one next to the d6, and you'll add 2. Okay. 7. For 7 points of damage, this thing is on death's door. You guys are coming at this thing from all different angles. Lightning, shillelagh, a bow right in its face skewered through one of the tentacles, pushing it back, showing that toothy maw. <sighs> it gets to go, and it's going to take two of these custard cupcakes, <laughs> and it's going to attempt to shove one in your mouth and shove one <gasps> in your mouth. Oh, no. 
Oh my um, god, murder cupcakes. <laughs> not, not canola. <laughs> I'm eating clean. Ooh, that's actually a 24 oh. to hit oh, you. Okay, no. that, that hits. Okay, Shit. so a 24. Um, let me just get this D4 oh, real quick. No. Jaqua. Oh no. Jaqua, <laughs> you take seven points of custard oh. damage as he shoves this custard filled <gasps> cupcake no, in your mouth. No. Oh, I knew the seed oils were good. <laughs> no, I'm lactose. <laughs> which, which at this level, for those of you listening at home, uh, these these damage amounts are, are quite a lot. Uh, a seven is is very high. Yeah. Because um, Jaqua, you what are your your max hit points? Ten. Ten. Oh. So Jaqua is at three hit points. Um, Chug. That is a oh a two. He can't get a hold on you. He goes to shove it in your mouth. You're too tall. He shoves it <laughs> yeah. right in your chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's belly button custard <laughs> all over your your demon tits. <laughs> and I go over and just. Yeah, <laughs> I knew we had a connection. Um, Jaqua, this thing is on death's door. Oh, come on, Jaqua. One more shillelagh. One more shillelagh. Come on, shillelagh. Twenty-one. Oh, oh yeah. A 21 hits. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Seven damage. Seven yes. damage. As you take this thing down, why don't you describe to me how you kill this bunny <gasps> yes! mind flayer? <gasps> okay. I got the staff. Gonna shove it into the demon mouth, the worm mouth, mm. right through the brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you do, you see it comes out of the brain and at the end of your shillelagh, right on the end of it, is a tiny little worm that was inside that brain controlling this oh, no. this bunny. Oh no, so it wasn't the bunny. As he falls down, you hear behind you all as Mr. Butter in the cage starts to cheer and he goes, yes! <laughs> Indeed, my liege! Kill him! Uh, you, you all hear behind you, well, 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 my little detectives. And you turn around to see the space cowboy, Maurice. <gasps> Maurice. And he goes, well, 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 you've done it. <laughs> Mr. Salt, I believe these are for you. And he takes out a pair of handcuffs. <laughs> yes, yes. And he goes, well, it seems these little buggers have been infecting the population. Well, my team. Chug. Car. Jaqua. Let's end this. Once and for all. He goes over, puts the cuffs on Mr. Salts, lets Mr. Butter out of the cage, hands you each your five gold. You come out of the bakery to thunderous applause yes. all around town. Thank you. Thank you. I know they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do see you do see uh, Sally what's her face looking directly at your act just going. Um you are uh, heralded and your adventure is just beginning. <gasps> Welcome yes! to Dungeons and Dragons, guys. Yes! Oh, that was insane. That was so good. Wow! I'm so happy right now. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, that was amazing! I cannot wait. I feel what like a blast. the beginning of our adventures, you guys. Oh. We might become quite the trio. 
I, I loved, feel it. I that loved you, you giving me Mr. Salt. What a gift. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, was incredible. That was incredible. Yeah. Jess? Thank you. Thank I mean, you I'll so be honest much. with you. Like, Thank you. I feel like Jess has been lying to all of us, <laughs> being like, I haven't never played before. That felt like she's been playing for 10 years. Just well, for, um, I'm, sorry, I'm not a mic. Just for reference here as well, for what the parasite looked like, it <gasps> looked like this. What? Oh. This little this little guy. You had it here the whole time. I had it here right in front of you the whole time. Oh, guy. oh that's so mm-hmm. creepy. And the, the creature you thought it was a, it was a bunny version of a mind flayer. A very popular D and D villain. Oh, oh my god, with the tight wow. cheeks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the tight cheeks was my own personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I feel like it's a little bit of a blind. That was the cake he was faking. Yeah, yeah. the penis oh, slapping. Oh my god, there's three. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate disrespect to get the guy who makes cakes for a living, and you yourself have no cake. Is <laughs> the ultimate disrespect. <laughs> Oh my God, Brian, wow. you are amazing. Thank you, Thank you so much. So much. You. Prepare to be bothered by me 24-7 to be like, so can you do it Honestly, again? feel free. That was great. You guys were also great. Like the door asking what kind of cake it was. Like you guys got that immediately when I read the ingredients. Right. You guys were like, carrot cake. And I was like, okay, cool. That first little puzzle I put in your way. You guys, it's kind of like an escape room that lasts I was about forever. to say, it's the escape room genius. <laughs> yeah. It's a mental escape I room. I found an escape room that I can do for free. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do by myself. And I love that too, because I also, you wow. guys you guys did awesome. I didn't I didn't uh, tone anything down for the, the villain. I didn't pull any punches. You know, you had... Uh, if I, I had rolled a, a natural oh, six yeah. on this dice, yeah, I would I mean, have put that, you to zero hit points. Oh my yeah. gosh, and then we would have had to heal you, Lee. Yeah. Okay. would have. It, everything climaxed perfectly. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah, you guys did great. Thank you so wow. much, Brian. Of course. Um, family, let us know if you enjoyed this and you want to see the uh, the uh, continued adventures of Jaqua, Ka, and Chug. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a group. We gotta, regardless, even if this was just a one-time thing with this group, we got this group has got to have a name. Oh. You know what I'm saying? They have names? Like groups have names? Yeah, you get a group name going. Uh, YouTube comments. Blow us up. Give us some some group name ideas. The Baker's Dozen. You know what I mean? I'm just throwing something out there. Caked (laughs) up. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Caked up featuring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Brian, before we let... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're about Uh, to do it. Before we let you go, do you want to plug anything, King? Um. Ooh. Use that plug. Um, incredible, incredible artist, singer, songwriter. By the way, amazing, so. truly. Um, I do a ton of stuff. Uh, my name is Brian Samus. There's a bunch of stuff online. My main sort of solo thing is Oliver the Kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that if you look up that, that's sort of I've been doing that for over a decade now. But I do a ton of stuff, and yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll throw some links. We'll put the links. It's in the episode He's notes. Incredible. Check out the music. It's unbelievable. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Remember, course. at oh. Internet Ceram- if, at, in, at Internet Ceramics to follow our King Lee oh, and his gorgeous kind, work. We love you, family. We'll we see you, you on Wednesday to wow. talk The Bachelor, and maybe we'll do a D&D Bachelor version someday. Oh, Who knows? Oh, that's we'll actually see. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I am Chris Harrison. Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> she gets out of the limo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. All right, we love you guys. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks, guys. <laughs>